Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one lovely page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, Nadarim 26 and 27, we encounter a deep philosophical question, one that is very close to my own heart. Have a listen. The rationale of the dispute is the following. Bet Shammai hold in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Meir, who said, if one initially makes one declaration and immediately afterward makes a conflicting declaration, hold him accountable for the first expression. Since he initially said, all of you are prohibited from partaking, this expression is the effective one and they are all prohibited from doing so. The addition of the words, except for father, is viewed as a clarification of the previous expression, simply indicating that his father is not included in the prohibition. And by contrast, Bet Hillel hold in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, who said, a person is held accountable even for the conclusion of his statement. And the second formulation is the primary one. Therefore, the fact that one altered his formulation to exclude his father from the prohibition means that the vow is partially canceled and a vow that is partially dissolved is dissolved completely. Now, this may sound to you like a bunch of legalistic complications, but if you think about it for a second, it actually holds a tremendous sort of psychological insight and depth. When you say something and then immediately say, no, actually, you know, I, no, I changed my mind. Here's something else. Which of these two statements is more profound? Which is applicable? Which should carry the day? The thing that you said first or the thing that you said second? Your initial gut reaction, your instinct, or the sort of afterthought that came along? This is a subject of frequent conversation between me and my guest today. My beloved wife, Lisa Ann Sandel. Lisa, welcome to your living room. Thank you so much, Liel. It's so wonderful to be here with you. So I am going to describe the situation as it, I would say, frequently occurs in our house. And you will tell me if I'm being fair. Ready? Yes, I am. Okay. So frequently, I feel we would encounter the following scenario. I would say, hey, do you want to go see, you know, this show or that concert or go to this restaurant or this place? And you would say, eh, maybe, not really, I don't know. And then you'd give it a second of thought and you'd say, no, you know what, that's actually a good idea. And then me, channeling my inner Rabbi Larry David, would say, eh, forget about it. You clearly weren't excited when it was first presented to you, so clearly the truth is that you don't want to go. And then you would be annoyed at me. Now, is this an accurate description? I would say that's a fair description of our sometimes dynamic, yeah. Now, how, how would you uh, explain the philosophical differences between us? What is it that I am seeing and what is it that you, according to you correctly, are asserting? Well, I think the rabbis actually had it quite right in this debate. You know, you are a very sort of visceral talker. You you speak off the cuff. You love speaking off the cuff. And you you sort of believe in these gut decisions, whereas I am a much more shall we say, considered speaker, you know. Serious, intelligent. Yeah, I don't even know that, that there is a cuff. <laughs> well, you said it, not me. But um, yeah, there's no cuff here. And I like to take my time and think things through. And so when I feel under the gun to like come up with an immediate response, I sometimes say one thing. And then after a second of thought, um, I change my mind. And so I like to have that time 
to think and to consider all the possibilities and also feelings. And I'm going to say I come down on the side of Rabbi Yossi in this discussion. Not surprising at all for me. But but then again, I, I want to uh, take a moment and, of course, being the you know certified jerk that I am, push this point and say, really, uh, the reason that I insist on the sort of, shall we say, the Bet Shammai, the Shmuti'ik, if you will, expression of why that first statement is so important is because I really think that there is something, you know, thought and consideration and reason are obviously very lovely and important, but there's something really incredible about the primal reaction, right? About that thing is like, I actually said the thing that's on my mind, and then when I started thinking, a whole host of other considerations, some of which may be quite foreign to the actual real answer, right? You may say, well, I don't really want to go see Steely Dan, but I know Liel will be upset if I said no, and like I want to be nice to him, so I'll go. I hold the first reaction as the most emotionally pure. Does that resonate at all? I think there is definitely truth in that, and... Steely Dan is the perfect example in this scenario. It is a band I really can't stand to listen to. But, you know, if you asked me to go to a concert, I might say no immediately because I can't stand listening to that noise. As, as you have said <laughs> once or twice on this uh, in this conversation. But, you know, we are primal creatures, but not only. We're not limited to just our basest instincts and gut reactions. We are creatures who've been blessed and endowed by our creator with intellect and reason and considered feelings. And so I think it's fair to say, you know what? I don't really enjoy Steely Dan and their stylings, but this would make my husband so happy. It also might expand my own horizons and and maybe I'll I'll sit through this nightmare and come out <laughs> come out of it on the other side with a different new appreciation for their styling. So I think that your point is fair. Yes, there is some truth to the first instinct, but it's not all that we as humans are, and it's not all that we embody. There's so much more. We're such layered beasts. And therefore ought to wait, contemplate, and consider the last rather than first reaction. I do come down on the side of Beit Hillel here. Yes. Lisa Sandel, for being our guest, for being my wife and for putting up with me. Thank you so much. Thank you. I feel your listeners have gotten quite a glimpse into our <laughs> marital dynamics. So thank you. We'll be here for at least uh, four and a half more years. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.